0: Hey, my name is Ayo, and this is Chillology, a podcast where I talk about how we think about God in a way that is meant to create a safe place for questions and a hopeful space for growth. Today, I'll be discussing what prayer is, its importance, and why some of us may struggle with it. Let's dive in. So it took me some time studying, but also examining my own relationship with God to bring this episode to life. What is prayer? What is prayer? After taking some time to look into scripture and talk it over with people, I think prayer serves more than one purpose. And here are some of the purposes of prayer that I found. One, prayer helps build trust. Philippians chapter 4 verse 6 of the CSB translation says, Don't worry about anything, but in everything, through prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. I don't know about you, but I have a tendency to worry But taking the time to reflect on this verse, while worrying is a perfectly normal reaction in life, I think it indicates a lack of trust. Like most relationships, trust takes time to be built, which is why we need to pray often, keep a record of our prayers if we can, so we can see how God is faithful to respond according to his will, and we'll see that trust grow. 2. Prayer is humble in nature. In Matthew chapter 6, verses 5 through 15 of the CSB translation, the word says, Whenever you pray, you must not be like the hypocrites, because they love to pray standing in the synagogues and on the street corners to be seen by people. Truly I tell you, they have their reward. But when you pray, go into your private room, shut your door, and pray to your Father who is in secret. And your Father who sees in secret will reward you. When you pray, don't babble like the Gentiles since they imagine they'll be heard for their many words. Don't be like them because your father knows the things you need before you ask him. Therefore, you should pray like this. Our Father in heaven, your name be honored as holy. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we have forgiven our debtors. And do not bring us into temptation But deliver us from the evil one. For if you forgive others their offenses, your heavenly Father will forgive you as well. But if you don't forgive others, your Father will not forgive your offenses. Prayer is not meant to be used to impress people, it is used to build deeper connection to our faith and the source of our faith, which is God. You can see in the verses I read a moment ago that we shouldn't do it to be seen by people, but we should be praying with others. And privately, We pray with others to ask God to help us live according to his will, to see heaven on earth through our love for one another, and to gain the strength to forgive. All of this points to prayer humbling us. Three, prayer works better when you read the Bible. In John chapter 15 verse 7 of the CSB translation, the word says, If you remain in me and my words remain in you, ask whatever you want. And it will be done for you. When we pray without knowledge of the word, we are basically praying based on our preconceived notions of God's character. If we think God is always angry, we might pray that he would show us grace. If we think God is absent, we might ask him to be present. We shouldn't pray based on preconceived notions, but instead we should learn about God and pray informed prayers, as indicated by the verse I read a moment ago. Four. Prayer is something that the Holy Spirit can help us with. In Romans chapter 8, verse 26 of the CSB translation, the word says, In the same way the Spirit also helps us in our weakness, because we do not know what to pray for as we should, but the Spirit himself intercedes for us with unspoken groanings. We don't always know what we want or need, but with the help of the Holy Spirit, we can find the words to say to God. Also, The verse indicates the Holy Spirit himself is interceding for us. So even while we're just trying to build trust and get the hang of praying more often, we have help. Prayer is our conversation with Jesus, and it is a key part of our lives as Christians. I know that in my experience, I've heard many of us say that prayer is something we don't do enough. I'll be honest and say I read my Bible a lot more than I pray. I pray for others in group settings because I really believe God can help them. I pray for my wife when she needs it, my father, and my extended family when they need it. I even pray for my dog if he needs it, but I find that I pray only when asked. I rarely pray on my own. When putting this podcast together, I was having a hard time because I could talk about what Scripture says about prayer, but I myself didn't actively participate in prayer. In my relationship with God, I read His Word. But I don't often pray to him. It made it very hard for me to record this episode because it just didn't feel right. So I took some time to examine my life and try to figure out why I don't pray like I should. I hope maybe it will help you find out why you may not pray as much as you should either. A friend of mine named Naa posted a tweet she liked and it says this. Therapy is teaching me how I've tried to turn my reactions to trauma into quote-unquote superpowers. Like the power of flexibility that comes from not having your own preferences. The power of never being rejected because you don't ask for anything. And on and on. And they went on to add, not ever asking for help because you don't feel like people will be there for you anyway. Or not getting excited about potentially good situations because it's easier to move on if things don't pan out. And let me tell you, when I read this, I was suddenly filled with a deep clarity about my prayer life. I don't talk to God privately because I'm afraid he may not do what I hope for. I don't trust him because my first experience as a Christian with a need didn't pan out like I thought it should have. See, almost nine years ago, my mother passed away. I was only a Christian for about five months, and I promised God I would give him my whole heart. So when she passed, I was wrecked, but I prayed for hours that God would bring her back to life. And he didn't do it. I truly believed that he could, and I was angry that he didn't. Now, years later, I realize I've allowed the trauma of that event to stop me from truly connecting with God in prayer because I'm afraid that what I need may not be in his will, and I'd rather not be disappointed again. If I may, I think many of us have said we don't have time to pray or we don't have the discipline, but may I suggest that maybe we're just hurt and afraid. Someone in your life may have disappointed you and you don't know if God will too, so you don't pray. Maybe you asked God to do something and it felt like he either didn't answer or just didn't answer how you would have liked him to. And I understand because I've been there. I've allowed my trauma to dictate my relationship with him. I hope that after hearing this, you would find the strength to pray again and to give God a chance to prove his faithfulness because he won't fail. I'm right there with you. This year, I'm trusting God in prayer. A part of me is nervous and afraid that I may get too hopeful, but I won't allow that to dictate my trust in him anymore. That's all for this week's episode of Chillology. As always, if this has helped you in any way, share it with someone you think may need it. Feel free to reach out to me on Instagram at heyoio. You'll find the spelling on my podcast bio. Thank you again. I truly hope this helps you. See you next week.